Well, we're diving into back to the movies today, Star Wars. And I've titled today's message, Awaken to Your Destiny. Awaken to Your Destiny. The, the Star Wars movies are all about destiny. Luke Skywalker has a destiny. Ray has a destiny. Finn, the stormtrooper that we saw in the clip, has a destiny. And just like the Star Wars characters have a destiny, we, we all have a destiny. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. You, you are on the planet for a reason. He has a destiny for your life. I, I like what the Word of God says in Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 5. It says, before I formed you, this is talking about God, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. God says, I knew you before I formed you. Before you were born, I, referring to God, set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And just like Jeremiah, before you were in your mother's womb, God knew you. God formed you in your mother's womb. And he has set you apart to accomplish specific goals and, and tasks for your life. He, he set you apart. And listen to me, he has an assignment for your life. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Jeremiah 29 and verse 11 says this, For I, talking about God, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And friends, God has a purpose for you, just like he had a purpose and a plan for the nation of Israel. He has a plan and a purpose for your life. His plan is a good plan. His plan is not to harm you. His plan is to prosper you, to give you a hope, to give you a future. God has a purpose for every area of your life. He has a purpose for your educational life. He has a plan for your dating life. He, he has a plan and a purpose for, for marriage. He, he has a plan and a purpose for, he has, he has one for your career, for, for your finances, for your skills and, and abilities and talents. He, he has one for your retirement years. God has a plan and a purpose for every area of your life. And, and just like the Star Wars characters, we have to awaken to our destiny. And if we don't awaken to our destiny, we can literally live and die and never fulfill our purpose that God has for us. You see, the greatest tragedy in life is not death. It's living a life without purpose or living life with a wrong purpose. Are you living life with purpose? Are you living life with a wrong purpose? And what we have to discover today is how do we awaken to our God-given destiny? How do we awaken ourselves to God's plan? I want us to look at that today. I want to give you three insights to awaken to your destiny. God has a plan. I want you to awaken to it. I want you to experience his plan for your life. Number one is this. Believe you were made for more. You got to believe this. Believe you were made for more. I think we've all asked ourselves this question at one time or another, and that is, how did I get here? How, how did I even get to this place in my life? Have you ever had this thought? There has to be more to life than this. Can I tell you, Finn did in our movie that we're looking at. 
He, he looked around at all the things that was happening in his life, and he thought, there has to be more to life than this. And, and what I want us to do today, I want us to look at a, at a man in the Bible. We can find his story in the book of Acts in chapter 9. His name is Saul. And Saul had an encounter with God. And when he had this encounter with Jesus, he began to realize that God had a plan for his life. And so for the next few moments, I want us to, to dive into the life of Paul. And, and his name was Saul. His name ended up changing to Paul, and we know him as the Apostle Paul. I want us to look at his life and see how he awakened to his destiny. In Acts chapter number 9 and verse 3, it says, as he was approaching Damascus on this mission. You see, Paul had a mission. It was the wrong mission. He was living with the purpose to, to kill and to persecute Christians, a wrong purpose. And he says, a light from heaven suddenly shone down around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. And the voice replied, I am Jesus the one you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told, notice this, what you must do. I have a plan for you, Saul. You'll be told what you must do. You see, Saul was not living out God's purpose for his life. He was living with the wrong purpose. He, he, was, he was headed on a road to go persecute Christians, and then he had an encounter with God's love. He encountered Jesus and his love and his grace and his mercy, and he began to realize that he was created for more. He began to understand God has a purpose and a destiny for my life. And I believe this with all in my heart today. I believe today God wants you to encounter his love, his grace, his mercy. And he wants you to encounter his love and begin to realize you were created for more. You have a purpose. You have a plan. He has a plan for your life, for, for being on this planet. He has a plan for you. And, and the reality is some of you came in today and you walked into church and you're, you're thinking to yourself, I, I didn't realize God has a plan for me. And I want you to know he does. He really does. Some of you came in today and, and you're thinking to yourself, well, maybe God has a plan for everybody else, but he could not have one for me. There's no way he has one for me, but I want you to know he has one not just for the people around you. He has a plan for, for your life. He has a purpose for your life. Some of you today, you, you're thinking to yourself, I've made way too many mistakes. I've blown it. I've messed up. There, there's no way God could have a plan for somebody who's messed up as much as me. And you're literally disqualifying yourself from God's plan. And I want you to know, listen, your mistakes, your mess-ups do not disqualify you from God's plan and purpose for your life. Listen, Saul that we're talking about today in the Bible, he was a cold-blooded murderer. And yet God still had a plan and a purpose for his life. And God has a plan for you. God has a destiny for you. I think about my own life. If you were here last week, I, I told you when, how I came to Christ and in a football locker room, I walked in abused, hurting, living wild, doing my own thing, far from God, and I encountered God's love that day. I encountered his grace, his mercy, his forgiveness that day. And, and I left that football locker room and I began to realize 
that I had a purpose. I, I started going to church. I, I started hearing the Bible priest. I, I got in a small group. And I began to really, God began to show me he had a plan and a purpose for every area of my life. I, I, after I gave my life to Jesus, I began to realize I got to stop lying. And I quit lying. Come on, I used to lie so much back when I was a teenager. I lied so much I forgot the lies I told. Anybody ever been there before, huh? You're like, you lied so much, you can't, you know, then you try to cover up a lie, but you can't remember the last lie you told. Like, how am I going to connect all this? I can't even remember what I said. But I began to be honest because I began to realize God had a plan for me, and it was to be honest. It was to begin to walk in integrity and that God would bless that. I, I began to hang around some new friends because my, my, my old friends, they were, they were pulling me away from Jesus. They were, they were pulling me into, into sin and temptation. And, and so God had a plan for my friends. God began to bring, bring friends into my life who began to encourage me, began to encourage me to pursue Jesus, and to pursue his plan and purpose for my life. They were mentoring me. They were pouring into my life. God had a plan for my friendships. God had a plan. God, God had a plan for, for, for my dating life. I ended up breaking up with my girlfriend. I quit having sex outside of marriage. I began to save myself for marriage because God had a plan, and his plan was much better than mine. Come on, somebody, 20 years this year with Tiffany, come on, somebody. God's been good to me. He had a plan. He really did. And my plan was not as good as God's plan. I mean, I began to realize God had a plan. God, God, God had a plan for my future. I began to realize he has a plan. God wants to use me. I couldn't believe that. God, you want to use little old me. And I began to realize God had a plan and a purpose, and he wants to use my life. And the same way that God awakened me to my destiny, he wants to do the same for you. He has a plan for every area of your life. God really does have a plan. He, he, he does. He has a plan. I, I want us to look at this, this plan and how to experience this plan. How do we awaken to our destiny? Number two is this, leave your old life behind. Leave your old life behind. You see, Finn, in our clip, he realized that he was not living out his destiny. So you know what Finn did? He took action. He, he fled. He escaped and left his old life. And Saul in the Bible did the same thing. When he encountered God's love, when he encountered God's grace, he left his old life. And the Bible says this back in Acts 9 and verse 6. God said to, Jesus said to, to, to Saul, now get up and go into the city. And you will be told what you must do. And just like Finn left his life as a stormtrooper, Saul left his life of persecuting the church. And Saul literally was headed down a road to kill Christians. And then he began to head down a different road. He, he left his old life and he began to experience God's plan for his life. And here's what I want you to know. God has a new life for you. God has a new path he wants you to take. Here's how the Bible describes it. These are the words of the Apostle Paul as he wrote to the church of Corinth, this Saul Paul fellow. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ, who, who receives his love and grace, has become a, I want you to know this word, notice this word, a new person, a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And just like Finn and Saul, God has a new life for you. And if you keep living your old life, you're going to miss out on the amazing plans that God has for your life. 
you got, you, got, you got to step into this new life that God has for you. You see, there are two roads. There, there's the old road, but there's also this new road that you could take this new life that God has for you. There, there's an old way that you can date. And you can keep dating the old way where, you're, where it's all about you and you're a player, you know, player, 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 player. I'm breaking hearts. I'm going to test drive the car before I buy it. I'm gonna, you know, there's an old, there is an old way to date, but there's a new way that, 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 that will honor God and that God will bless your life if you do it his way. There's an old way, but there's a new world that you can take. There really is. It'll honor God. When it, comes to, when it comes to your marriage, there's an old way to do marriage where you're selfish and you don't serve your spouse. You know, you started off. Marriage, you know, ooh, we love each other, we love each other. Now you're like, I'm sick of you, I'm sick of you. And there's this old way where you take your spouse for granted and yourself, but there's this new road where your marriage just won't survive, but it really, it really will thrive. God can help it thrive. There is a new road, a new life that, that you can begin to take. There's an old way to do career. There's an old way to do career where you cheat at your job and, and you lie and you're lazy and, and you undercut people to, to try to get your way. There's an old way, but there's a new road that you can take, a new way, a new life that will honor God where you work hard, where you do the right thing, where you live with integrity. And God begins to bless this new road, this, this new path. There's, a, there's an old way when it comes to our attitude and our thoughts. There's, there's an old way where your thought life's just negative. Just always negative. How you doing today? Just like yesterday, horrible. Just negative. Or you pump your mind full of filth and just filth in your mind all the time, just pumping your mind. Always complaining. Friday you complained that it was raining and today you're complaining because it's sunshine. You're just complaining. Rain, sun, flood, I'm tired of it all. There, there is an old way, there's an old way, but there's this new way, there's this new life, this new road that, that God wants to put you on. And, and I'm telling you, God wants you to experience this new life, this new way. How do you move past your old life and begin to experience the new life that God has for you? Well, Paul talks about this in Ephesians chapter 4, and he says this in verse 22, throw off, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. He literally says this, you have to throw it off. That, that, that takes intentionality. That, that takes effort. It takes action. And I want you to decide today that you're going to throw off the old life, that you're going to go in a different direction. You're going to experience God's new life. He goes on to say in verse 23 as he talks to us about how to experience this new life. He says, instead, let. That's a key word. Come on, all of our locations, everybody say, let. I want you to, I want you to catch this. Let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. You see, the Holy Spirit of God, when you come to Christ, you you experience his love and his grace and his mercy. You give your life to Jesus. The Holy Spirit takes residence inside of you. And he, and he begins to give you new thoughts. He begins to give you new attitude, a, a new life. But, but the Bible says something very key. It says, let the Spirit. you got to let the Spirit have his way. You know what let means? Let means that you don't have to let the Spirit have his way. Let means that you could, you could really leave today and just continue to live your own life, your old life. Let, but, but today, would you surrender and let 
the Spirit have his way and give you new thoughts and new attitude and new life. Verse 24 says this, put on your new, notice that word, your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. And at People's Church, it's a deep desire at People's Church that we want to help you throw off the old life and to put on the new life. We want to help you get off the old road and to get on the new road that God has for you, uh, his plan, his destiny, his purpose for your life. And I know you, you've heard about it from our campus pastors. I know you watched it in the video, but it really is critical. Our first step class, it, it begins today at all of our locations. I encourage you to get to first step today following the service would you get to first step class? It will, it will help you. It will begin to teach you how do you throw off the old? How do you put on the new? How do you, how do you experience and awaken to God's destiny and plan for your life? Would you get there today? You say, Pastor, no, I'm going shopping after church. I got to get my grocery list. No, put, hang on to the grocery list for an hour later. And would you go shopping? Would you go shopping for Jesus today at that first step room and say, God, I want my destiny today. I want my purpose. I want my plan. I want to throw off the old and experience the new. It will help you in a tremendous way. Listen, God has a new road for you. He has a new life for you. I want you to experience it today. Number three, run towards your destiny. Not just away from your old life, but to your destiny. And when you look at, at Saul, whose name was changed to Paul, he didn't just run from his old life, but he began to run towards his destiny. He began to run and to pursue God's plan and purpose for his life. Paul, Paul wrote these words in Philippians chapter 3 and, and verse number 12. He says, not that I have already obtained all this, or have already arrived at my goal, but I press, I want you to hear his goal, but I press on to take hold of that, talking about God's purpose, to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Paul says, here's what I'm convinced of. When I encountered Christ, his love, his mercy, his grace, I'm convinced that he took hold of my life for a purpose. I'm convinced that he took hold of me and he has a purpose and a plan and a destiny for my life. And he says, I want to take hold of what Christ took hold of me. I, I want to take hold of that purpose and that plan. Verse 13, he says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, here's my prayer for us. One thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. Forgetting my old life, old accomplishments, and straining toward what is ahead. You see, Paul didn't just leave his old life. He, he pursued, he also just pursued wholeheartedly God's plan for his life. I love the language, it's so strong. It says he strained, he pressed to take hold of God's plan and purpose for his life. And you know what, what some of you need to do today is not just leave your old life, but begin to press, begin to strain to what God has for your life, his purpose. You see, because Paul pressed and strained towards his, his destiny that God had for him, he planted many churches, started many churches. Many people came to faith in Christ because he pressed and strained towards his, pur his purpose. He was able to mentor Christian leaders like, like Timothy. He invested in, in leaders. Because he strained and pressed toward his, towards his destiny, he wrote a third of the New Testament that we're reading today. 
because the Apostle Paul pressed, he strained toward his destiny. And would you begin to press, not just run from your old life, but begin to run to what God has for your life? I think about my life when I gave my life to Jesus. and I went off to college in the state of Arkansas and I was playing college football in my freshman year. And, and I was majoring in communications. I, I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. It was actually my dream to be on ESPN one day. And so I was majoring in communications and, and yet my heart was open. I, I knew God had a plan and a purpose and and God began to speak to my heart, Herbert, I'm not calling you to, to be a sports broadcaster, which is amazing, amazing career. But I'm actually calling you to communicate the gospel, to preach and to teach. And, and so I left my full football scholarship and went to another university to get educated in the Bible and the scriptures and the word of God. And, and that was a hard move. That was a step of faith because how many know God will show you that he has a plan for your life, but he won't show it all to you all at once. I mean, it's a step of faith to, to leave your old life and your way and begin to follow God's way, but he's so faithful. At that university, I ended up meeting my wife, Tiffany. We launched a full-time evangelistic ministry. Uh, we, used to, we, used to, we used to travel before we started People's Church. We traveled all around America and the world preaching and teaching God's Word to people. And then one day driving back home from speaking at a at a church, back to Missouri. We were headed, I was headed back to Missouri. God spoke to my heart. I said, Herbert, I'm calling you and Tiffany to start a church, a multicultural church. Didn't know where. Me and Tiffany began to talk about it. We knew this was the Lord. He confirmed it in several ways. And we sold our home, and we moved to Oklahoma City in January of 2002. And it didn't make sense to leave the career I was in. God was blessing it. Our calendar was booked 12 to 18 months in advance. We, God was blessing the, the services and the meetings and lives were being changed. It made no sense to, to leave what we were doing. But, but we began to follow God's But We were just pressing and straining towards God's plan and purpose for our life. And it's hard to believe that People's Church on Mother's Day, May the 14th of this year, will turn 15 years old. And we started in a movie theater, the AMC movie theater in Quell Springs Mall. And 15 years later, we look at all the lives that have been imp impacted, all the people that have been changed, all the marriages that have been restored, all the people who have been set free from addictions, all the people who have given their life to Jesus Christ, all because we said yes and pursued God's plan and purpose for our life. And I'm just telling you, if God could use a little old boy from Ewoka, Oklahoma, I'm not great. He's great. He's great. He's great. And he has a plan for your life. He wants to use you to see people impacted. No matter what career field, what you do, he wants to use your life. There's an old life, an old path, but there's a new path where God will bless and he will use your life in an incredible way. Today, would you run from your old life and begin to run towards God's plan? Pursue it. Chase after it. Press, strain toward the destiny that God has for your life. He has a plan for you, and he wants to use your life in powerful ways.